0: Well, hello friends, welcome to the Grace Lace podcast. As we enter into the holiday season, I'm so excited for you to hear more from the Grace Lace team. These are the women I get to work with on a day-to-day basis, women whose friendship I'm incredibly thankful for. In light of all things Emmanuel devotional that we've been working on and talking about together as a team, I've asked them to share more about how they are preparing their hearts for this Advent season. I know you'll enjoy this conversation.
1: I love that the team gets to sit down together again and talk about all the things we've been processing offline. We've heard from lots of listeners that team episodes are quickly becoming favorites. So I'm glad we convinced everyone to join us again because I know it's not the top of every person's list for ways to spend an hour. (laughs) Not looking at anyone in particular, don't worry. Um, Let's jump (laughs) right (laughs) in by introducing ourselves. Tell the listeners your name, your role on the team, and I want to hear about a favorite holiday tradition from growing up or maybe something that you want to start this year to turn into a tradition for your family. I can start. My name is Eve. Um, I regularly get to co-host this podcast with Ruth. So my official title is Executive Director of Ruth Joe Simon's Ministries. And my favorite holiday tradition from growing up is also something that I kind of want to do with my family and that's making Christmas Eve really special. Hmm. And in my family, we actually opened up all of our gifts on Christmas Eve
0: oh, <laughs> and then fine. we slept
1: in on Christmas morning and we <laughs> had like a big breakfast together. So I don't know if we'll totally do that with like our family, my kids growing now, but I really love the idea of doing something special. Like, we have our special snacks that we only eat on Christmas Eve. And so I just love that idea of making that night something that's really special.
2: Wait, so, like, each kid had their own special snack? Or was it, like...
1: No, we just always have the same foods on Christmas Eve. So, like, oh. even today, like, when, if I'm with my mom and my brother for Christmas Eve, like, we always have this, like... <laughs> silly queso dip and shrimp <laughs> cocktail and taquitos like the most random you know, <laughs> snack, that fun. but that we all like look forward to so
3: oh eve i love that that sounds so special <laughs> um i my name is sarah and i'm the graphic designer here at gracelace and my favorite christmas tradition is every year We go over to my grandparents' house, but I always end up spending the night there. And after everyone's left, we pile in the car with their dog and (laughs) check out the Christmas lights all in the neighborhood. Oh, I love that. Let we listen to Christmas music, and it's just such sweet time with just my grandparents. It's definitely one of my favorite moments. And the dogs. And the (laughs) dog.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: so sweet.
4: Um, Hi, I'm Jen. I'm... The newest member of the team. So this will be my first team podcast with everybody. Which is exciting. Um, I am the social media and community manager. So if you ever left a comment or message, um, that's me responding back to you. I'm that Jen. And a tradition from my childhood that I think of really fondly every year, and especially now, um, is I grew up with a lot of cousins, about a dozen or more, I, it's hard to keep track now, but um, I grew up with a lot of cousins on my mom's side. And every year we would put on a Christmas program for our aunts and uncles and grandparents. And I grew up in the height of like pop boy band, the pop boy band era. Yes. So we would change the words to like pop songs to make them Christmassy. And we would choreograph dances
1: to them. That's amazing.
4: That's hilarious. <laughs> what was your best, uh, what was your oh best my gosh. single switch? <laughs> so, oh my goodness. We we had some really good ones. I know we like changed the words to Lucky by Britney Spears. And Faring <laughs> Up My Heart oh, by so NSYNC. Cute. I'm not going to sing it because I can't even remember what we changed <laughs> yes. the words to. But like we would, it was serious, like. About yeah. a month or so before, you know, back oh. then, a landline call. My wow. our cousins who lived like in Gilroy, which was about like an hour and a half away, so it was really special when they came up. But we would plan like our outfits to be coordinating and matching yeah. and all. That. I love this. <laughs> I do. I love it too. <laughs> one year,
1: one might year. Need video was like, evidence. As oh a gosh, I know. I was like, when I was listeners. thinking of
4: this, I was like, oh gosh, so glad social media didn't exist. <laughs> so I don't even know. Like Do you know records. how many times I've thought that about my <laughs> <Yeah>. childhood? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, and so one year we even did, like, matching the old Navy fleece vests we're in. So we oh, all yeah. asked for that for, like, Christmas and then wore it for the program. So, <laughs> and yeah, it's just really special for me to think of that now. Because um, since COVID, like, our extended family has, haven't gotten together for so many years. And obviously mm-hmm. we stopped doing yeah. the programs also (laughs) when we you know grew up and realized oh not so cute when you're like 18 and trying to dance so (laughs) yeah but I always think of that fondly
0: that
1: was so fun
4: well
5: mine is somewhat similar because it's about family too Um, my name is Anna Leah and I am the product development manager here at Grace and a tradition from growing up for me that I remember very fondly. but let's put I'll put some like caveat on that I'll talk about that why later why it's maybe not be true now um but we have a really big extended family and I was the oldest cousin the oldest grandchild the oldest in my family and we would drive into Chicago to see all of our extended family on Christmas Eve and it was this huge amount of people in a very small little house in the city and it was so loud and it was so much good food and it was just people everywhere and Let me just tell you that I'm an extrovert. So it was fine with me. I think of this as a parent now, and I'm like, oh, this would be super overwhelming for several of my children. And it probably was for several of my cousins or even my mom, who's an introvert. (laughs) But as a kid, I just thought it was like Christmas magic, like seeing everybody all squished into the tiny, like... Italian kitchen where my great grandmother would yell at us, but it was just like the cutest. So she was tiny. I don't even think she was five foot tall. Like it was just fun. Oh. And then we'd wake up on Christmas morning and it would just be our family. And it would be like kind of like Christmas magic. We didn't grow up going to church. So really it felt like the morning of everything kind of just appeared and mm. I didn't know any better about, you know, why and how. So
1: yeah. Love it. That's so sweet.
2: Um, I'm Anna. I'm the digital media and project manager here at Grace Laced, and a tradition that I really loved growing up was that big Mexican family. We would all pretty much hang out at everybody's house throughout the whole Christmas break growing up. So you know, you like have two weeks off. You uh-huh. pretty much have no introvert time because you're <laughs> always with somebody. Um, but on Christmas Day, we would all be together at somebody's house and before we, like, exchange gift with cousins and stuff like that, because we would do, like, secret Santa most of the time, um, we would go around and, like, each person would have to tell a little bit of the Christmas story. So Aww. it wouldn't be, like, um, it wouldn't be just one person, like, reading it from Scripture. It'd be, like, kind of reciting it from what you remember about it. Aww. And so sometimes when you're little, you know, like, you kind of make up things because you don't really know, like... <laughs> you don't really remember so it's it was always fun just like going through that and seeing um just like everybody piece it together so that's probably yeah that was my favorite growing up but since COVID and now being married and living in a different state than everybody our new tradition has been skiing so Mm -hmm. that's also really fun um and just building our own traditions here
1: yeah oh man that's so fun. I'm like, I want to add in some of the things you guys already just said. <laughs> um, I think that hearing and talking about Emmanuel, which is Ruth's latest um, devotional book for, about Advent, has definitely increased the conversation about Advent amongst our team and specifically what it looks like to prepare room for Christ in our hearts. I know even as we've chatted, like not all of us grew up with an Advent tradition. In fact, I don't know if any of us did.
5: No, not me.
1: Yeah, I don't know if any of us really did. And so it's kind of new in some ways, but then you're like, but people have been doing it for like a long time. So how do we like tap into that? And one of our um, team meetings recently, Ruth was even just encouraging us that sometimes preparing room for Christ means getting rid of something in order to make that room. So whether you're adding something to your traditions or removing something from just kind of your space space your mindset as we head into Advent season. Let's talk about it. So here's what I'd like to hear from us all. We're all going to share where you're going to be for actual Christmas day, who you will spend the most time with during the broader Advent season this year. So that might be your family. It might be friends. Tell us a little bit about it. And then how are you preparing your heart for the season? Are you adding something or removing something to really make room for Christ? Ready, set go <laughs>
3: um, for Christmas this year I will be partially in North Carolina and partially in Virginia um I have half my family in one place and half in the other and I actually just got married in June so this will be mm-hmm. my husband Ben and I's first Christmas together and that was um Yeah, he's definitely who I'll be spending a lot of time with this (laughs) Christmas season and stuff. And when it comes to Advent and preparing him room, I think this Christmas season will be a lot of new, um, kind of discovering what that means for us together. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been talking a lot about what we want Christmas to look like for our future family and us now and um just like having a lot of those talks now but honestly it it is a lot new so I feel yeah. like we're kind of seeing as we go but yeah. um we also just started going to a new church um and that church actually does talk like a lot more about Advent than some churches that I've been to before so I'm also looking forward to kind of learning what it what it means more like in that context, too.
1: Yeah. Did Ben grow up with like an Advent tradition?
3: You know, I'm not sure if he had a tradition for Advent in particular.
1: Yeah. 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 I feel like it is so interesting, even when you both have really strong or if you didn't have really strong traditions around the holidays, combining them as a newly married couple. Is like it's its own trip, right? <laughs> like yeah, it's not
5: an immediate thing. It takes oh, like I, you know, wait you, years, like figuring yeah, this
3: out. And I feel like so much will change too once we have kids. Yes.
5: You know? Yep. And as kids go through different seasons, so I think everyone will have like a new. You can have like a new approach to Advent each year. Yeah. You know, maintain some traditions. Learn to let go of some, but. I think it's exciting to be at the beginning and I know you've talked before Sarah about how it's like I don't know what we're doing we
3: don't have this and that's okay (laughs) like it's okay. Do you guys have any suggestions for couples just getting started on what that means? Yeah I'll
2: take that advice too.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'd say just choose one thing to make new like because there are like dozens and dozens Mm -hmm. of Advent traditions out there and different devotionals you can follow and dates you can commemorate. But if you try to do all of them, you probably won't do any of them consistently. <laughs> and so I'd yeah. say choose one thing that seems meaningful or that fe- feels like doable in this season that you can fit in and it can always be built on in the future years or just not even come back to if it realized it, yeah. like, that's okay. It didn't have to be a great one. <laughs> so yeah,
1: I think sometimes even just exploring the topic more is good for like year one. So yes. like, yeah. Hey, like reading about like so each week in Advent, like what is the like traditional liturgical like focus for each of those weeks? Like even just that and being able to talk about it could be a really fun way to
5: Yeah, especially if you're at a church that's talking about it more, they might have a guide. Some churches I've been to have done that. So it could be a great starting point. You know, the Emmanuel book like is a great one to I mean <laughs> that's a but that's 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 why it's such a great resource because yeah. it's they're not very long, you know, reading sections.
1: And yeah. Oh, well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jen? Where are you going to be?
4: Um, So for Christmas this year, um, I will be at home with my kids. Our anniversary is actually the day after Christmas, our wedding so cool. anniversary. Oh, and so special. I know our <laughs> wedding was literally like, oh, we know who our real friends are who are actually coming <laughs> to this the day after Christmas. Um, but it had just worked out that way with schedule. And honestly, it's it's actually really fun to just kind of lump all the things together. Yeah. So everything just feels extra special. And, and then my husband, Sam's birthday is actually like the week after New Year's. So okay. those two weeks, that two-week stretch is always just a lot of fun. And we just kind of... So you know, celebrate. Yeah. It's all the celebrations. And so it just feels extra sparkly and special. I love that. We've got two birthdays in our house right before Christmas. And I always yeah. feel like
5: people are like, oh, is that sad? I'm like, no. It's
4: I know, so much yeah. more fun. <laughs> so, and my husband will say, oh, I'll never forget. So, you know, know. that's the win too. <laughs> but because our anniversary is the day after Christmas and we usually, instead of gifts, we usually like to just go on a trip Or I say, let's go on a trip. And then (laughs) Sam is just like, okay. So I will usually plan like a quick overnight or, you know, two-night trip. Um, And thankfully, like my parents live close by so they can watch the kids, which I'm super thankful for. And so since we're away right after Christmas, I I like to just make Christmas Eve and Christmas Day really special with my kids. So we really just spend all day like in jammies and – we let them open a present and stockings on Christmas Eve and then we'll do just like a really slow Christmas day, Christmas morning. Actually, another fun tradition is since nothing is open on Christmas, we do we just do McDonald's like all day. <laughs> like frosties <laughs> and fries and we just order like four 20 count nuggets. And it's just, <laughs> uh-huh. I, love it. it's like, I know, but it's so fun for my kids. Cause it's, yeah, it's just really special for them. So yeah, for Advent this year, you know, honestly, we've been married. This will be our 12th year. 12th wedding anniversary, Sarah, and I can tell you we still don't really have any real Advent traditions. We kind of will do one thing one year and then another another year. And like Anna Leo was saying, with kids, it it's changed, honestly, every year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So like a couple years ago, I bought them those Lego Advent calendar sets. Do you guys uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Oh, they do yeah. them in like yes, everything. Yes, there's I'm so Harry Potter one, <laughs> there's a Star Wars one, there's like, you know, a girly one. And so I bought them that a couple years ago and then I saved the boxes. So now that they've taken out and like made all the Legos and stuff, I will just put in like verses or something into the box so that mm-hmm. um, they'll still, you know, be able to open something each day. Yeah. And so I'm yeah. actually, that's a note to myself. I have to go do that later before (laughs) before advent starts um but yeah so that's something that we started doing the last couple years but honestly honestly it's a little different every year we do the like trader joe's chocolate ones too (laughs) so you know just whatever is easy and whatever feels natural like I don't want to feel overwhelmed with having to make some really great pinteresty tradition every year mm-hmm. um but my kids honestly still love it and they still see how special this season is just by you know how we respond to reading the word together and yeah. just talking through the christmas story and um even at this age they're 4 and 7 you know we have conversations about santa and mm-hmm. presents and the real mm-hmm. reason of Christmas, and I'm just so thankful that at this early age you can see the comprehension for them, mm-hmm. and you can see them understanding yeah. the birth of Jesus and the importance of that. And um, yeah, I'm honestly just so thankful for that, and just for the simplicity of what the story can be, and the, how the simplicity of you know the good news, and yeah. so that's yeah. a good reminder for me. And so for this season, I'm just reminded by them and their childlike wonder and how oh, they get up each morning, re- whether it's Christmas morning or not. And they get up with, you yeah. know, just fresh fa- faith and fresh awe in the day, for the day and fresh yeah. joy, even though, you know, they don't care how messy the house is or <laughs> what I look like in the morning. You know, right? just no, and yeah. they're just so happy and so full of love and it just reminds me that, you know, we can especially feel that during the holiday season and during Advent season as we look forward to Christmas and preparing him room. But, like, I'm really encouraged by that every day too and just really yeah. wanting to live, like, the way they, they see the world with mm, that yeah. optimism light. So,
5: yeah. For Christmas Day, for our – um family is that we're just going to be home we keep it a pajama day too that's like a priority for me I've always communicated to family that you can come see us we are going to be in our pajamas (laughs) if you want to be here you're welcome to I'm not cooking anything fresh for the day Mm -hmm. I I like prep like a french toast casserole and hash brown type things the night before like when we're putting presents out but I, all I do is put them in the oven and I just buy like snack food for the rest of the day because mm-hmm. I've never taken my kids to McDonald's on Christmas day. They'd probably think it's so fun, but then I'd actually have to leave the house and I'm okay yeah. with not leaving my house too. You yeah. <laughs> so, that now. But I feel like it leads in, it's like everything for Advent leads to that because our theme for Advent in our home is to slow down mm-hmm. because for us, the idea of active waiting Advent is you have to slow down to get to the point where you can wait for, you know, God to work. I love Advent because it feels like it's almost, it's almost like my New Year. I feel like it's like my begin again season to like right. think back on things and think back on the gift of Jesus. Um, but I can't do that if I'm packing out my schedule. So I spend most of my Advent season with my kids. Mm-hmm. I um, have five, and we are a homeschool mm-hmm. family. So. I have like made it my job pretty much the last 13 years to like celebrate Advent intentionally. Like that's our homeschool curriculum for December. Yeah. We really go all out. Um, however, my oldest is going to be 18 soon. I don't know where he's going to be next year for December. And it's been a lot for me to not put this pressure that mm-hmm. this December has to be the ultimate yeah. Advent December I've ever experienced. Um,
1: but like the- the temptation to think yeah. it's the last one ever. And it's like, well, no, it's probably at the last one, but it's right. gonna
5: change. Yes, it's gonna change. Like he might not be with us for our daily readings yeah. or our we, we do like advent calendars where I have this one I've hold made for a long time. I don't even know how long. And every morning the kids wake up and the littlest ones want to open it and hand out chocolate and we do a reading with it. So yeah, just knowing being intentional, it's gonna be different probably in the future, but I think every year I've thought that, like, it's been good that I've been thoughtful that I want each year to count because we're not guaranteed the next one. Right. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's slowing down for me over Advent and we do like a candle wreath that I light each day. Like we have really special Advent traditions, but they weren't all there in the beginning. I didn't grow up with Advent. And, um, even though I like knew about it, before I had kids, I was married for almost five years before I had my oldest mm-hmm. and it wasn't really until he was a few years old that I wanted to be more intentional yeah. with what we were doing.
1: So did you just start researching or was there like a, how did you start implementing anything?
5: Um, that was like the era of the bloggers. And so <laughs> I'm going to
1: date myself a little bit
5: here. So there were a few out there. Um, and what I remember reading, Um, and boss camp back in the, like the mid aughts. And um, that's actually when I bought our advent wreath. I have used it for like over a dozen years now, but just also being willing to say like, well, we can try something for a while and we don't have to keep doing it. We did a Jesse tree for a while and I loved those years, but ultimately it wasn't what I wanted to keep doing. So we didn't, Mm -hmm. we just switched to other things. And so
1: yeah
5: freedom to do that yes (laughs) yes I remember hearing a quote once I don't actually remember who said it so if anybody listening knows they can um they can attribute this to somebody but it was really helpful for me and it was said you aren't obligated to continue any traditions that rob your family of joy and fail to prepare you during advent Mm. and I remember writing it down because I was like oh I need this I need this (laughs) reminder that (laughs) that I'm not obligated to continue something just because I called it a tradition one year.
2: And so, yeah. Oh
1: man. That's so encouraging.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so for me, for Christmas day this year, well this year it's on a Sunday, so that'll be like a little bit different because for us we'll probably go to church. This will be our first married, wait, our first time being married during Christmas on a Sunday, so like, <laughs> your routine just changes. Yeah. So, I think we'll probably go to church in the morning, and um, our church does do Advent. So, I didn't really grow up with Advent either. I didn't know what Advent was probably until like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being honest, like maybe end of college or even after college. Yeah. So the concept of Advent is still like very new to me and last year was the first time that I really did something for advent and my husband and I went through like a book together that our church was going through mm-hmm. um but there's not like it's still really new and fresh so this yeah. year it's like I want to do all the things but like <laughs> what you said like if I try to do everything nothing's going to succeed so um this year we talked about going through Emmanuel together for the season. And, um, if our church is going through something too, then we'll probably do that as well. But, um, on Christmas day, we'll just go to church and then we'll probably head to the ski slopes afterwards because that's That's the kind of people we are. We leave (laughs) church at 12, even though the the ski slope closes at four, we'll leave from church and go ski for a little (laughs) bit. So, um, nothing super big or crazy but that's probably what it'll look like and it's still trying to figure out what heaven looks like for us just being married for a couple years and living in a different state than um all of our family and still figuring out our own traditions
1: yeah well it's funny even you saying that makes me think we probably should have started with like a here's what Advent is because it is kind of a lot <laughs> yeah. of and the people know what we mean when we say the word Advent. So, and you guys feel free to correct me, but like Advent is traditionally, it's like the liturgical event of the church church with a big capital C um, it's the four weeks leading up to Christmas. And so kind of that idea of Anelia mentioned it like actively waiting um, just like, you know, Israel would have done waiting for Christ's birth. Um kind of thinking through that and so we celebrate christ's birth but then also look forward to his return right so like we're kind of waiting still um so yeah those are kind of what the advent season is marked by anything else you'd throw in there analia i I think that's
5: i think that's what i would say i mean i just feel like christmas is often marked by this like holly jolly like lights and Mary and all the things that are like happy and Christmas (laughs) movie-esque. And then I think about why so many people are drawn to like, it's a wonderful life because I think it's like getting to the core of what your life is about and what you're going to live for and who you're going to live for. And Advent like helps me slow down and think through that. And that's why I love anything that's like a daily reading. It doesn't have to be actually, I love when it's not a big one because Then if I get off track, I feel like I can't catch up Um, and it's okay to get off a day and do two days at once or three days at once. So just remind all of us of that, but anytime where I can have regular consistent reminders of like why God chose this and it's just so good for me to keep me centered and rooted in my faith.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, this year, so For Christmas Day this year, I will be at my in-law's house. Um, My husband's family lives about an hour north of our house, and we have been switching back and forth holidays with my family and his family, kind of who we're with on Christmas Day. And so Mm. for now, that tradition is working for us. It may change um, (laughs) because I really like the idea of pajamas at my house all day. (laughs) But we'll be there with um, my in-laws and then my husband's grandparents, and then My sister-in-law and a nephew, so it'll be a full house and some dogs thrown into the mix there. But um, for the broader Advent season, I mean, I'll just be home with my husband and kiddos. So I have um, right around Christmas, he'll be almost be five. His birthday's in January, and then the twins are two and a half, and so. Cody and I were just talking about putting up the tree this weekend. And I was like, are we going to do ornaments this year? Because last year there were no ornaments on our tree. So you know, it just wasn't worth chasing down. It just wasn't worth it. So we'll yeah. see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really love a daily reminder to Analia. And so one thing that we've done the past couple of years is we've had a Christmas book, like just a children's book that mm-hmm. we wrapped them all for the 25 days. Yes. And then we just kind of unwrap a book and read it together at dinner time, And so they're not all like books about Jesus and his birth. Like there are a good chunk of them that are, but some of them are (laughs) like the little diggers Christmas, you know, like just something fun to keep it like, hey, here's something fun and festive, but also we can talk a little bit more about what Christmas is and why we're celebrating. And um, we worked on a memory verse last year about this break. So we did that every day too. And so just like the little things, but the daily things are what helps yeah. me the best, I think. Like, so
5: talking about the books, we do those too. And I remember when I was a younger mom and thinking, Well, I don't have twenty-four books about Christmas. The library. I get right. them all from the library. well and even then I'd feel like, Oh, I didn't get them in time, or this. Yeah. And I remember a friend of mine at my mom's group was like, You could do five and then just do the five days leading up to Christmas. Yes. And I looked at her like, huh? Well, that's, that's an idea. <laughs> and so for a year, for several years, we just did that. We just, however many books, we just started them
1: Whenever that many need. days
5: before Christmas. I so know. now we have plenty. And actually, I don't have to put them all out, right? You know, because our kids keep getting books, which is yeah. a good thing. But yeah. it's. I think there's this pressure that has to be like the ultimate version yes. of it yeah. right off the bat. Right.
4: Yeah. That's true, and I feel that's like even idea. just reading the same books over and over again—that's yeah. all my kids want to do. They just want to yes. read the same books. So, however many you have, like just read you know. it every day for like a week or something.
1: Yes. <laughs> so
5: smart. I feel like as adults too, we feel like we need to do the newest and br- newest and ex- more exciting devotional or study that comes out. If you do the same Advent devotional for five years in a row, there's nothing like less godly about that,
2: yeah. <laughs> like less spiritual. Or if you even just read it from the bible and read yeah, correct read. over and yes. over you last know, year
5: for we read through luke like i my as a for our yeah. homeschool how we started each day we just read a chapter in luke every day yeah. and it was yeah. so great and my kids appreciated it so much like they were like oh this is different and i'm like yeah
1: it is <laughs> but it's also not you know? <laughs> so. it's simple we're sticking with it yeah that's what we need okay well i really love i feel like we could talk about this all day but i do want to get to like One thing that you feel like you're doing to prepare your heart for the season, whether that's an Advent tradition per se, or just in general, as we head toward holidays and knowing all that they hold, sometimes exciting things, sometimes holidays are really difficult, right? Like sometimes family dynamics are tricky and you kind of dread heading into those family holidays. Um, Regardless of any of those circumstances, how are you preparing your heart to like welcome Christ and to wait on his return? That's
5: hmm. kind, kind of a weighty question. Kind
1: of <laughs> weighty. <laughs> Let's it down a few notches. <laughs>
5: There's a quote that I have been repeating to myself a lot this fall, and I'm probably going to bring it into Advent and winter. And it's by Chesterton and it's anything worth doing is worth doing poorly, mm. which goes against the grain of who, I think I should be where everything should be done to like this level of excellence but that often leads to like perfectionism paralysis and I don't do anything then or I just I really start to check out and pull away yeah and I'm just reminding myself that I can show up for my family and for the traditions or the holiday season advent even when conditions aren't ideal Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like the spirit of it and Jen mentioned it like the kids don't care if the house is messy I used to like want to like set up a spot in our room our spot in our house that had like a clean room with a candle lit and we'd read and eat some cookies Mm -hmm. and that's beautiful but I don't think like the core memories are banked by my kids Mm -hmm. based on like how it's all set up right they want to know mom was present and that I was turning them towards Jesus And I think that if I like I'm at a point where I don't really need to add any new traditions, like (laughs) I'm always like evaluating whether or not we need to keep them. But that's just being, you know, married for 22 years and having kids for 17. But yeah, I just one of my go to phrases I've used before is like the world is a lying liar who lies. And I always say myself whenever I feel like this weird expectation or pressure Mm. to live up to someone else, like,
2: I don't know. Yeah.
5: Yeah it's just fighting that hustle and bustle to like versus what's make it really special so
2: I think one thing that's been just on my mind a lot lately especially just with the team talking about Emmanuel and us just kind of like preparing for the season overall like as a team um I've really just been asking the Lord to just kind of like just quiet my heart and like Hmm. I can easily get so wrapped up in, um, like just the things that are going on or, yeah. um, the day-to-day tasks that might be frustrating, um, or <laughs> yeah. just whatever else like can consume your mind to take you away from thinking about who God is. And, um, even just reading over some of the things that the team is writing and, um, and one of them, Troy mentioned just like, if you're not thinking about if what you're doing or what you're thinking is not giving glory to God, then is it what you should be thinking or doing? And so that's really just something that has like been on my heart and mind lately. And so for me, that's been like the big thing of just like, Lord, teach me to like be still with you and like teach me to like, Mm -hmm. actually remember who you are and not just like get caught up in, everything else that's going on or everything else that can be going on. Like I don't have to have, I don't need to go to Target and buy like $300 (laughs) worth of Christmas decorations for my house. Like it's okay. And, um, so just like little things like that where remembering what the meaning of Christmas is, not just like getting caught up in what people expect for it to kind of look like, I guess. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think kind of bouncing off of that for me Um, kind of, like, having, like, an opened, like, mind and heart to how things will be so different and new this year, whether it's with different families or whatever, instead of getting caught up in, like, the ways it's always been before. Um, And I also think, for me, this year, um, kind of like I already mentioned, like, going to this new church that has like a way more of an emphasis on like the liturgical advent mm-hmm. um I'm really hoping to just have like a like an eagerness to learn mm-hmm. um in this season, oh, that sounds so wise, yeah. Oh gosh! i, yes. I like I me mean that because some. i like yes. want to be wise you know what i mean but, like, that's like the first step yet.
5: i think asking asking him for an eagerness for it is so yeah. wise like that's the first <laughs> step
3: yeah well i do feel like i mean i feel like it's a great opportunity especially this year like with just so much that's new so
2: yeah, yeah.
1: i love that too i think you're on the right track i think for me this year i I, maybe it's because at my church we've been going through the book of revelation in a sermon series and so i feel like for advent this year like i want to really think about what it means to be like waiting for christ's return so like celebrating Mm. his birth but also this like sense of waiting and so i was thinking about even just trying to I don't know how, but like, just bring that into the conversation with my kids about like, Hmm. when we talk about Christmas and Jesus being born, like the excitement that that builds for them, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like Jesus is born, like it's a celebration also trying to like fit in and there will be another celebration. Like we're waiting for another celebration when Jesus comes back, Mm -hmm. just those concepts together um, for my own heart. but also kind of trying to introduce it into their like framework for what it means to wait for Jesus.
4: Yeah. I love that idea of celebration because I think Mm. obviously we're celebrating a lot of things this season kind of just never stops. It's just like two or three months full of celebration. And I think um, in a lot of ways, something I struggle with throughout the year is just a sense of entitlement. Like I feel like if Mm. I'm a good person and I do all the things right and I pay my taxes or whatever, (laughs) you know, check all the boxes that I should just be happy and, you know, that things should be easy for me throughout the year. Mm. And I think especially this time of year, when we think about gifts and the gifts that we're giving and the gifts that we're receiving, like the idea that you know, really truly when we're celebrating Christ and we're celebrating his coming and his coming again, like you mentioned, e, like when we're celebrating that, we just can't like, what is life? You know, I keep finding myself <laughs> asking myself, like, what is life? Like, what are we really celebrating? And it's hmm. really truly Christ. And, um, yeah. we work so hard through the year and we, look at how other people are doing we compare ourselves and you know we want what's next we want the next thing we want the Mm -hmm. next trip or the next time off for vacation we want the next stage of life and we um at least for myself i find myself just looking at that and thinking that i just need to get to the next thing i just need to gain the next thing when really like life isn't about gain life Mm. is a gift and when i think of preparing my heart for this season it's really just remembering the gift of each day and the Mm -hmm. gift of christ coming and coming again yeah
2: Yeah. that's so good
1: that's so good good. well team thank you for sitting down and letting everyone listen in to our conversation and hear your thoughts about how you're preparing your heart for the advent season (laughs) We really do hope this episode has been an encouragement to you, the listener, and that it spurs some thoughts about how you can prepare your heart uh, to make room for Christ this year. If you enjoyed it, we would love for you to share the episode with a friend or follow the podcast and leave a review. All of those things genuinely help in getting the word out about the podcast, and we'd be so honored by your thoughtfulness. More than anything, we hope that this conversation starts another conversation with the people that you hold dear.
0: Well, friends, this is officially the last episode of the graceless podcast for 2022, but Eve and I are so excited for what's ahead in the new year. If you subscribe to, or follow the podcast, you'll get notifications when the first episode of season four releases. As we bid farewell to our first year of podcasting. We also want to tell you that we are incredibly grateful for your support, words of encouragement and feedback. We kind of can't believe the way the Lord opened the door for this project, and we can't wait to see what he has in store. See you in the new year.